Yeah. Hey, Kool-Aid. Jumpy Ray Live. And here is your host, Mr. Ray Lytle. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Well, it's a Friday. Woo-hoo. Welcome to the program. It's Chubby Ray Live. I would be Ray. And say what you want about me. I might not have as much talent as he does, but I have a much better marriage than David Letterman. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Letterman was on a... <laughs> you know, of all the places to reveal a little bit about your personal life, especially a guy who never does. Letterman never talks about his personal life. Of all the places to just make the, uh, the revelation. Seriously, Regis and, and Kelly... Seriously? That's where you choose that's where you choose to do it. All right. Well, well. So welcome to the program. My name is Ray Lyle. That's Gully, my co-host from the lovely town of Liverpool, England. It's a city, Ray, and hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Happy uh, Friday. I you know it is a fr- thank God. Thank God. Oh yeah. I I love uh, uh, you know I love Fridays. Love it. Yeah, did you see that uh, that letter? I guess. You, well, Gully, I, it's hard to talk to you about this stuff because you don't get these shows, do you? Well, they, they used to show Letterman um, the day be- the day after at midnight on um, one of the, By the satellite channels. He's the best. Letterman's the greatest of all time. He really is. Conan's great. I mean, I love Conan. Conan's great. And I really like Jimmy Kimmel. But Letterman is the master. Now, granted, he's getting a little bit older. I mean, he's, you know, he's not, I will admit he's not as good as he used to be. But he's still the master. I'll watch, more than likely, I'll watch Conan when he starts. And then I'll follow it up with Jimmy Kimmel. But I still will occasionally watch Letterman if he has a good guest. I think he's great with guests. But uh, the one I won't watch, I, Jay Leno. I'd rather cut off a testicle than have to sit through watching Jay Leno. No, I dislike him as well. Yeah, there's nothing talented about him. I mean, I don't. I just don't get it. Especially Conan O'Brien is doing that 60 Minutes interview this week. And Conan O'Brien, in doing the interview, has taken some major shots at Jay Leno and NBC. I love it. Love it. Where Conan says, I would, they ask him about whether or not he understood why Jay did. He goes, no, because I wouldn't have done it. He goes, if, if they would have offered it to me, I'd have said no. Wow. And that's what Letterman said. Letterman said if they would have done it to him, he'd have said no. It's not like a bit of Letterman Schaefer. When they're, hey, when by, the way, monologue. by the way, they did do it to Letterman. If you read the book, The Late Shift, of which I read again, you know, when this whole thing was going on, I had the book, I actually went back and read the book, and then I watched the movie again. And the guy who plays Jay Leno is uh, Ernst from, uh, or Ernst from Lost. But uh, I went back and, and did it again. And you know, at the end of that whole thing, they offer the Tonight Show to Letterman. They basically say, if you still want the Tonight Show, when it looked like he was definitely going to CBS, the Tonight Show went back and said, well, we can move Jay 
to a different time, and we'll give you the Tonight Show. And Letterman mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not going to move a guy out. No. I'll just go somewhere else. So he ended up going somewhere else. It worked out for him. Yeah. In, in other words, he wasn't like Jay Leno. He didn't say, you know. It, by the way, how did Conan not figure out that this was coming? They did well, the same thing. They did the same thing 15 years ago or 16 years ago with Letterman and, and Leno. Johnny Carson left. They screwed over Letterman to bring in Jay. And then when Leno, when Letterman was going to go to CBS, they were willing to screw over Jay to bring back in Letterman. They just have no models. And, this, and then they TV go ahead exactly. and all these – and they go, well, we learned a big lesson after that. Really? Because you did it again. History repeated itself. This must be the lowest of the low, these TV people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, the me. Uh, I'm someone, I've spent my entire life, my professional adult life, has been spent working for, uh, in the radio industry, which is the, you know, make no bones about it. It's split into two. Television and radio, is, it's split into two, two things. There's the entertainment side and there's the business slash sales side. All right? Mm-hmm. Those are the, uh, I mean, those are the, those are the two sides of every entertainment business, and and the sales and business side always gets the bad rap. They always do. Oh, the bad rap. Oh, those they they call the salespeople scum and all this stuff. I'm going to tell you something. They're wrong. The salespeople are not scum. The, the salespeople never screw you over. I mean, granted, yeah, salespeople are salespeople. You know, they'll they'll want you to do everything they can to make sure their their clients happy, so they'll get as much money as they can. But but every time they bring in money, it's going towards a company. The side that will screw you over openly is the entertainment side. Always is. It no. always is. But I knew I knew like entertainment was bitchy, but. I think some people take it to a whole new level. When I got screwed over in the radio business, it wasn't from the sales side. The sales side didn't screw me over. Mm -hmm. It was the, you know, it was the on-air side that did it. Egos. The on-air side. Does it? Listen, you're not going to find sales guys that will say, hey, I'll do what the, I'll sell what that guy's selling for one-third of what he's selling it for. Hell no. It's on the it's on the on air side where somebody says, Hey, I can go in and do that show for like a third of what he's making. That's where you get it. that's where you get it from. Stunt on other people to get where they're going. Yeah. That's bad. That's where the petty jealousy comes from. Mm. So you don't get it from the sales side. So that's not good. Uh, the real you know the guys who run the entertainment side are always the biggest, you know, a holes. Come on. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I've worked for some really good companies. I've worked for it – depend, it just depends on who's in charge, you know. You get you get the right person in charge, life's good. You get the wrong person in charge, ooh. It's not looking good. Yeah. Well, the deal is you get – the biggest problem that I – when I was in radio, the biggest – honest to God, the biggest problems I had were from program directors who were mad that they somehow weren't getting credit for your success. Whoa! The best program directors I worked for were guys that could care less. These are, there were guys that couldn't give a rat's ass whether they were somehow responsible for my success or not. 
That's a bit mad. They, they don't. They didn't care. They were like, "We want you to be successful and make money for the company, and uh, that's all we care about." Then there were other guys that said, "We want you to be successful, make money for the company, and then when you do so, mention me as being the reason that you did it." And then when you don't mention them, oh my God, you know, it's somehow you've spat upon them. Those are, the guys, very, uh, those are the guys at NBC. That's NBC. What a loads of bitches. You know, they needed they needed people to, uh, you know, that's uh, that they need people to bow down to them. That say the only reason they're successful is because of. The great management. It's like the big I am. Is that what they are? I'm telling you. Anyway. The big I am. So listen, there's a lot of stuff going on out there, right? Certainly is. Um, Mm -hmm. But you were telling me something about uh, somebody who's always been a a part-time member of our show. What happened? He's he's stuck in an airport. He can't get back. Who are you talking about? What happened? Fill me in. Pickett. Oh, Pickett. I thought he was on his honeymoon. Yeah, and now he's he's coming home, but he's stuck in the airport. He's. Wh- do you know where he went for his honeymoon? I have no idea, but we've got his number. We should give him a call. He's stuck in an airport. He's got the same phone, right? Well, I popped the number in the Skype, so. Oh, yeah, that's the same old phone number. He can't call us, huh? Well, he, he did try and come on Skype on his iPhone, but it crapped out. He's too good usual. to call us? Where's he, where's he at right now, do we know? I have no idea. So, in other words, I have to pay to call him, is what you're saying. If, you know, if he called me, it would be free for us. But now I have to call him, which will cost us money. Mm, well, Is that what maybe. you're saying? Hold on, I'm going to see if I can text him. I want to see if I can text him and have him call us, okay? I'm not exactly sure where he is. He's not in some foreign so, country, is he? Let's hope not. Because that will cost us even more. Yeah, true. Now, what's wrong with you, Gully? I should think about these things, really. But seriously. Yeah. I'm a bad influence. What's wrong with you? <laughs> By the way, Vanilla Gorilla not here again. So this is this is rather strange. He's busy adultering again. Ah. Car parks with filthy women. Well, she's not. Oh, no, his girlfriend's not filthy. She seemed very nice. Yeah, but I'm sure she's filthy to him in the car park, because oh, well. that's his thing. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know, just text Pickett. Maybe we can get him to call. We haven't checked in with Pickett. I do want to play um, our latest installment. i got to find it. I have to play the latest installment of Hillbilly Stew today. Nice. And then, uh, it's Friday, so don't, ex- listen, people, it's Friday. <laughs> Been my anniversary week. Don't expect a lot from me today. It's a it's a holiday Monday for me on Monday. It is a Friday. Do not expect a lot from me. I'm just warning you. It's Fridays and Mondays. They're just half-assed. You see, Monday shows are actually usually pretty good. I, I think you're wrong there. Mondays uh. Monday shows are usually pretty good. Sometimes we wing it though. Oh no, not me. I don't wing on uh. Monday. Mondays usually Mondays usually my best show of the week. To be honest, I'm usually really good on Monday. By Friday. Yeah, you know, I'm dog tired. You know. On Friday, it's usually a... Now, when I, it's different when I'm getting paid, but, you know, let's face it. I'm doing this for internet money, you know. I, I ain't a lot there. 
<laughs> that ain't big. Ain't a lot there. Ain't a lot of internet money. I can feel a lot. Uh, hello, you're on the, the Chubby Ray Live show. Who is this? Nah, this is uh, this is Pickett. It's there he goes. It's Pickett. Hey, Pickett. What's going on, guys? Okay, so we need an update. What? Well, first off, okay. you got married last weekend. Yes. And then you went on a honeymoon. Yes, as, as normal people do. Where did you go? Uh, on? We, uh, well, no, no, we're just, well, we, we want to know where you went. We went to uh, Niagara Falls, Canada. Oh, very nice. You went to the Canadian yeah. side? What's that? You went to the Canadian side? Yes. Because yes. there is an American side of Niagara Falls. Yeah, but it's kind of lame. Like We went there and it's like, oh, there's not much to do here. Yeah, but you go there, then you rent the car and you drive over to Canada. Right. Well, we just ended up staying there. We had a nice hotel. And oh, you stayed in Canada? Yes. Oh, well. And what did you do at Niagara Falls? Um, well, we just kind of you know, took in the sights and whatnot. There's a lot of stuff to do just right there uh, in Niagara Falls, Canada. Right. Um, all kinds of touristy type things and attractions and whatnot. So we threw all filled our days. Uh, yesterday was kind of a, a fun day. We I went to uh, uh, the Maid of the Mist tour in the morning. And oh, did you do the whole uh, tour when you get in the boat and go underneath the fountain and everything or the waterfall? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we uh, we took a, a a jet boat tour, um, which is basically a flat bottom jet boat that gets up to about fifty miles an hour. Oh wow! And uh, they take you through some rapids and stuff. It's, it's really a blast. Hey, uh, how's your penis feeling? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? How's your penis feeling? Fantastic. Been using it a lot lately. Yes. Every day. Yes. More than once a day? Yes. <laughs> you're newlyweds, you know. you got to go to town. So and, you're right, right. and you're these newlyweds that were abstinent before marriage. What the hell mm -hmm. gay is that? Yeah, it's quite gay. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? So when did you finally go for it? Wedding night or what? Uh, no, no. You didn't do it the uh, wedding night? You got too drunk. No, no. I was exhausted. What? Uh, oh, it, was, it was ridiculous. Let me get this right. Okay, I, I mean, I got to get this right. You <laughs> held out for marriage. And by the way, yeah. I, I get the feeling your girlfriend would have been willing to go for it. I don't think she was the one holding out. Uh, you were the one that was that were holding out. I don't want to have sex till we're married. Right? Uh, was, yeah. But it was you mostly. So your wedding, you get married, your wedding day, and then your wedding night, you didn't go for it? Yeah. Oh, that's really I mean, i got to be honest. I was an abstinent before I got married. I was not. I, in fact, I had as much sex <laughs> as I possibly could. But I knew on my wedding day, I knew what my wife was wearing underneath her uh, wedding dress because she told me what she was wearing. I could hardly wait to get through with the ceremony I was wanting to get back. Are you kidding? All I kept thinking was, is, let's, all right, I do. Let's get it over with. It's, it's your manly duty on the wedding night to do yeah. the deed. It's your manly I'll, duty. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It was a pretty crazy day, the day of the wedding. <laughs> you know, the, the ceremony itself didn't start till 4. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a, a five-hour reception that started at a... Well, no, it, I would have it, loved... It lasted 
So, you know, by the way, I would have loved to have gone to your wedding. I really wanted to go. I, I would have. I wish I could. Uh, it was, I tell you what, we had a blast. I wish I could have afforded it. I, I've never been to L.A. Can you believe that? I've never been to Los Angeles. Yes, well, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. I know. I, everybody is shocked when I tell them. I've ne- I've had plenty of chances to go, and I've never been there. Uh, oh well. So you. Uh, you can do it. Good time. I know. I'm afraid that they. Uh, I you know. I said before that I could play Hurley's brother. I was ready to go, and then I found out they film it in Hawaii. <laughs> I could play her. I could play Hurley's fat brother on Lost. There is there is there is one question that I I feel the need to ask. What? That is so. You know when you did get down to it eventually the next day. Was it like, was the first one just a, a non-starter? Because, come on. No, wait a minute, so wait. We got to find out why he didn't before we get into that. <laughs> why, why didn't you do anything on the, let's get back to your gayness as to why you didn't do anything. Yes. Well, you yeah, know, it was just a, I'm sorry, it was just a long day. By the way, listen to Randy's yeah, in the chat room. Listen to Randy's in the chat room saying he is no more than an hour and a half. From 90 minutes from L.A., you know him and you didn't invite him. F you. Uh did you invite Surfer Girl? Uh, no, I did not. She lives 20 minutes from where you got married. F you. You, you also didn't invite her. What is wrong with you not inviting people? Well, oh. You know what? It was an expensive wedding. I could only invite so, uh, so many people. And well, you knew I wasn't, you knew I wasn't coming. Or did you invite me because okay. you knew I couldn't make it? Save cash. I, I, did not know you, I did not know you couldn't make it. But you, you well, were was, thinking, but yeah, you were hoping. You were hoping I couldn't make it. Oh, God. No, he, I was actually hoping you would make oh, it. Oh, he eats a lot. We can't afford to feed him. Oh, we, <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't come. Oh, he'll definitely he'll order the plates. steak. Oh. <laughs> so, this man always goes for seconds. A five-hour reception. <laughs> yeah, five-hour reception. By the time the reception was over, I mean, I all about passed out. I was exhausted. First off, the shoes that I was wearing were the most uncomfortable things I'd ever put oh, on my feet. You are such I mean, a you're woman. Those... Oh my God, you're a woman. So, so why did why didn't you just keep a little blue pill for such an emergency? Because you you may have you may have needed it. Oh, you know? you, oh, you couldn't get it up. Is that what it is? No. no. <laughs> oh. It was all that blood. So you couldn't to your feet. So you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> was all your blood rushing to your feet? Yeah, after he yeah. took his oh, double that, shoes off. Sorry to hear that. So wait a yeah. minute. You you honestly want me to believe the night of the wedding, you went right home. Did you go home or to a hotel? Where'd you go after the wedding? Uh, we ended up staying in a hotel. You stayed at a hotel and you still didn't get any? You have a lot to learn, Padwan. <laughs> Can they do genetic testing for the gay gene? <laughs> Something's got to be going on there. Yeah, slightly limp in uh, your wrist. So you didn't have sex the night of your wedding? No. When did you finally do it? What Monday? The what? Monday. Monday? That's when we are. Out for the honeymoon. Wait a minute! You you got you got married on a Saturday. Yes. You didn't do it the next day. You didn't do it on Sunday. No. Oh my God, Pickett! What is wrong with you? Well, see, Monday Sunday morning, I was up at three o'clock in the morning taking people to the airport. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I was. You know, I ended up. 
I didn't get you know, home until. Do you know what? If that was if that if that was my friends that say, "Listen, I'm going to have sex," you can walk to the airport, <laughs> and they would understand. <laughs> they would understand. This is unbelievable! Wow. I didn't personally enjoy getting up that early. So you get back, you get back on Sunday from taking people to the airport. You didn't, your wife, you didn't look at your wife and go, oh, knock me off a piece of that. <laughs> oh, I, trust <laughs> me, I did, but. But what? You didn't go I, for it? Why not? Surely you had three minutes. Surely you had three minutes spare. Yes. <laughs> so wait, you're saying, and then you, when did you fly out for the honeymoon? We left Monday morning. Okay. Um, and uh, we got into the hotel room. Um, well, actually, what happened was we got we got our first our, our final flight connecting us to because we flew into Buffalo and drove to Canada. It's about a thirty minute drive. Right. The flight that connected us from um, Cleveland to Buffalo got canceled. Oh Jesus! And yeah, yeah, it was horrible. First it was delayed. Then it just Why didn't you just go to Las Vegas like everybody else for a honeymoon? Uh, Makes sense. Niagara Falls. <laughs> What's wrong with them? But anyways, you know, we, we, we you know, we ended the day and said, well, we'll give you guys a bus. Here's a bus. You can take a bus to a, a three-and-a-half-hour drive. And let uh, me guess. They didn't want to refund any of your money, did they? Oh, of course not. Not a dime. They make you ride a bus. He should have said, if I wanted to ride a goddamn bus, I would have bought bus tickets for one-fifteenth the cost of airline tickets. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what we're saying. Like, if I wanted a bus, we would have we would have busted all the way. Yeah. Money, but or we would have driven. You know, I mean, could have driven. You could have driven to Vegas, and it would have taken four hours. Yeah. Yep. Good, good four-hour trip to Vegas. Saved oh. a half hour of dri- or you know, spent half an hour driving, and, and way so, less money. But so you finally get so to Niagara we, Falls. Then you rented a car. Yeah, we rented we rented a nice little uh, Chrysler 300. Oh, nice car, yeah. Uh, oh, and it was it was it had the leather seats and everything. Those are great amazing. cars, yeah. I like the 300. So uh, very roomy. Yeah. And so we rented that, got in Niagara Falls, and to be honest, the first hotel we were in was crap. I you know I booked it all online and online the pictures looked great. So I'm you went and then you complained, stuff. then you complained about the hotel, right? I did complain about the hotel. And where did you make uh, them move you? Well, they actually, they were going to move us to a Super 8. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. So, <laughs> so we're sitting here. You know what? I love here. picket stories. They're always so, there's so, so much to them. So many layers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so we try to lay down. Like, let's, let's try this out and get into the bed. The bed, you've got springs sticking up. Maybe like your back, oh. and it makes noise. So you couldn't have sex it, it, there. So that's that was your reason. That was your reason for was, not having sex. It was it was horrible. So when did you? So, right, so you moved hotels. Yeah, we ended up going to. Uh, they were gonna. They, they wanted to move us to the Super Eight. And we're like, look, you know what? We're just gonna go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got online and I booked us a new hotel at the Oaks Hotel. Um. In a uh, uh, jacuzzi suite. It was very nice. Yeah. We got there and, and you know, king size bed. The hotel. We were up on the 13th floor, and the view we had from the window was overlooking the falls. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, nice. Such an amazing view, just from the hotel alone. 
And so we ended up staying there. All right. So very, where did you, when did you nice. finally get into the new hotel? What time on Monday? It was technically Tuesday by the time we got into the new hotel. Wait a minute. When did, so you, when did you finally – did you have sex at the crappy hotel or was it the new hotel? Uh, it, was, it was the new hotel. So, I mean, I guess it was Tuesday. We want to get technical. So it was after midnight on Tuesday night or Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to the new hotel room. How long after you get into that room did you finally, finally – have sex. <laughs> it's been it's four to five hours time. looking at the view. What is it? It, 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 it was a good ten minutes. So you didn't even take a jacuzzi or anything. You just went for it. Yeah, I mean, there, there was not much. Really. Why? Because was your wife going, okay, this is enough. You've got to do this. <laughs> uh, a do me, right? Your wife was probably going, all right, listen, I haven't even seen what you've got going on down there. we got to. We gotta see if you actually have a penis. Uh, so you and your wife finally did it. You finally went for it. Indeed. And amazing. Oh, you go! Wow, this is what I've been missing. <laughs> and then when did you do it again? Morning. The next, the next morning. <laughs> there you go. That's now you're acting like a married guy. Oh. And then what after that? That Maybe afternoon? After, like, <laughs> that afternoon. <laughs> about, about 20 minutes later. Oh, there you go. How many? What's your record for a day? Three. Look at that. Good for you. So now you're so, like a normal person having a sexual relationship with a <laughs> wife. Yes. Now I have a wife, and it is therefore proven is I am she, not gay. Is she into it, or is she like, does she have that look like, uh yeah. Oh. Is this it? <laughs> What's that? I mean, is she liking it or? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, because she held well, out wait, too. Wait, wait. I mean, she held out, you know. Must be tough. Right, right. Which that's weird because you think that you'd have to at least, you know, you're going to marry somebody. You're, I mean, the plan is to spend the rest of your life together. Unfortunately, like seventy percent of people don't. But you know. <laughs> Right. But, you know, the plan is to spend the rest of your life with this person. By the way, can you see yourself spending the rest of your life with her? Have you already figured out that you got like 20 years and that's it? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. All right. So you're, 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 this is the one. Okay. Yeah. So it is sort of, it's, it's sort of important that you have a, that your sex life is a positive and not a negative, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she, seemed, she, so she seems happy. It's good yeah. that she didn't laugh at your penis. Right. <laughs> What'd she do when she saw that monster? We're, we're not getting into all that. <laughs> she, oh, I my mean, gosh. Did she like the goods? I'm just asking, did she like the goods? or? Well, yeah. Okay. Was she happy when you unleashed the beast? Did she look <laughs> like... All right. Did she... Let me just put it this way. Did she look excited like the time... Um, like uh, the time everybody on the show went to lunch and Missa got extra McNuggets thrown in there for free, and she looked like, oh wow, that's more than I ordered. All excited, or was it like the time when uh, you know, like uh, people open up their paycheck and find out they've taken extra money out. <laughs> I would 
I would compare it to the missile situation. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, my All God. Right, good for you. There you go. Oh, my, my. So, so wait, sh- let, me, let, me tell you, let me tell you this. All right. Now i got to get off here because my phone's okay. my only lifeline right now. Um, so... You know, we go through all the drama getting here, you know, right. the cancel flight and all. We get to, um, we, we check out of our hotel this morning, um, you know, take a view of the falls one last time, and head out through customs over to the uh, the airport. Yeah. We the airport, and, um, you know, we get in, and we're all set. We're sitting down. Everything says it's on time, and about an hour before our flight's supposed to uh, depart, they get on the radio and, you know, it's going to be delayed by a little bit. You know, there's a mechanical issue, like, they're going to get it fixed and get it over here as soon as possible. Well, that turns into a couple hours, and now our flight's not leaving till, you know, five. How long have you been waiting? Days. Oh, I've been, I've, okay, it's right now in, in Buffalo, it is 6.15. We've been here since about one thirty. Oh, my God. So oh, was, my God. <laughs> To tell us the flight that that we we're gonna have, um, it's gonna get us to. Uh, it was gonna take us to. Uh, oh, in Newark. Oh boy. Newark, uh, New Jersey, and then we we're gonna take a flight from Jersey to uh, to LAX. And that was the plan. Well, the flight to Newark wasn't gonna land in time oh, for us to connect to the flight. You know what's gonna happen? Angeles. You're gonna end up on a bus again, heading to Cleveland or Syracuse. All right, something like that. My <laughs> luck. So. We, they're like, so we're gonna we're gonna book you on a United flight, right. uh, leaving uh, and going uh, going to Chicago. We're gonna stop off in Chicago for That's two hours. That's a quick flight, gonna, by the way. That's a good flight. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's decent. Yeah, you know, it, it was better than the six hour flight we we're gonna have. So like, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Let's do that. So we get over here to the United, and United's like, well, actually, the flight is gonna be delayed by until nine, so oh. you're not gonna be able to make your good connection. Lord. So when are you going to finally get out of there? Well, we finally found a flight flying from here to D.C. Oh, Jesus. Um, It's going to leave here. What time does the flight from D.C. leave? Like like 8 or 9, 8, something like that. And it's going to get into D.C. Then we're going to take a a direct flight from D.C. to Los Angeles. So you're actually going, you're going to go more east. You're going to go north. You're going to go southeast. To catch a yeah. flight, and then you're gonna so your your flight from, and that's what six seven hours from DC to Los Angeles. Wow, seriously, yeah, like you, good you've lord! You've got re- really bad luck. All you need now is like a volcanic ash cloud to stop all <laughs> flights, and then that would be it. You know? I bet he's horny. He's probably like, damn, we could have. <sighs> Join yeah, the Mile High Club. Are they making you no. buy? Are they making you buy two seats because you're obese too? No, no, I've oh, never okay. had to buy. Oh. I've never had to buy two seats. Well, I worry for you. I understand. As I for you. Oh, my God. That sucks. Anyways. Well, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Hi, right, buddy. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to get off here, but uh, I, will, I will update everybody uh, Listen, when I can. congratulations to you and the wife. I like her. She's very thank nice. You. Congratulations on finally having sex and liking it, thank God. <laughs> And I hope you guys, I hope you find a flight. Uh, you might want to look. There's a, it's a 25-minute flight to Syracuse from Buffalo. And Syracuse is a, has American flights going to Chicago like every half an hour. You guys should have looked at okay. something like that. All right, yeah, buddy. I'll look, I'll look into that. All right. I'll, I'll, have a good one. I will talk to you. 
All right, guys. Talk One and only, uh, Pickett. Thanks, Pickett. Take care, buddy. All right. Bye. There you go. Well, that has to suck being stuck in an airport for an... Oh. It must have sucked not having sex until two days you know, after I being wonder, married. I wonder if when he finally had it, if he went, oh, wow, is that all there is to it? That's pretty fun. I should, I should have been doing that the whole time. I imagine the first time well, lasted all of like 50 I seconds. I know, I didn't want to... Yeah. <laughs> well, the I one thing... He, to get remember, to he said point. 20 minutes later, so it couldn't have, you know... Mm. Oh, uh, uh, oh, okay, that was okay. I, that never normally happens. I can't believe. Wait a minute! I can't believe he, he waited. You know, I've been married forever. Even I can't wait two days. I mean, that'd be crazy. It's insane. He got married and then waited two days. If I check in with my wife into a hotel, I can't even. I hate waiting more than like fifteen minutes. But he's he's also he's also not done it for so long so it's not going to matter an extra couple of days i suppose it's uh, and then the whole uh, the whole trip thing now he's going to washington dc what in the hell <laughs> by the way only picking what, what is he a 70 year old why is he going to niagara falls for a honeymoon go to las vegas like everybody else he lives in los angeles i mean from Los Angeles, don't you either go to Hawaii or Vegas or, you know. What the hell would he go to Niagara Falls for? Well, I'll be honest. They are God-fearing folk and they are reserved care. their sex until marriage. So they are fairly reserved. I don't know. Go to Vegas, people, so, man. You know, maybe Vegas is too. That's know. what I did. I actually went to Vegas and got married and had a honeymoon there. That was amazing. You know what? People... This is what I'm for. This is why I'm here. Ask me. Ask me. I'm saying it like ebonics. Ask me for help. If you're going to get married or something, please ask me. Ask him. No, seriously, ask me. I, I'll, I'll give you advice. I would have given him. You want to you you know what my advice would have been? Mm-hmm. Number one, don't go to Niagara Falls. That would have been my advice. Don't go to Niagara Falls. I would have talked him out of Niagara Falls. I, I would have advised them to have sex before I'm getting serious. married because she might be crap. <laughs> you never know. I would have told him to not go to Niagara Falls. I'd have said, you know. Go, and so by the way, I'll tell you another another good hint that I've got heard from people. Don't do your honeymoon right after getting married. I'm serious. Don't leave for your... Like, if you get married on a Saturday, this is this is advice for anybody that's getting married, all right, in the future. I'm serious. If you're getting married on a Sunday or a Saturday, don't leave for your honeymoon on, like, the Sunday or Monday or anywhere. All right? Yeah, give it a couple of days. It'd be give fine. It, don't leave till, like, the middle of the next week. Mm. That's just my advice. I'm telling you. And if you are you going to want think, to get used to living with your spouse in your house as a married couple before you go taking off on a honeymoon. Besides, after the honeymoon, there's too much crap going on. Look, he had people from out of town, and they're in town. He's running to the airport. You know what I mean? That's a bit much. You well, need to I've got take a few days off, then get out, then then do your honeymoon. And if you are going to drink on on your wedding day at the party. Carry with you the necessary blue pill. 
just in case. Or if you're Hispanic and you're planning on your having your honeymoon in Arizona, bring your papers. <laughs> bring your papers. And your lawyer's number. I started thinking about that. I'm, I'm planning on going to Arizona. We, we're actually planning on an Arizona trip. We wanted to go next uh, spring. Mm-hmm. Um, my Uncle Mike lives in Arizona. We wanted to go see him. Next year for the Cubs spring training. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid of go- i got to be honest. I'm afraid of going. But there was loads of outcry over this. Yeah, but so listen, surely it'll be abolished soon. I, I'll tell you something. I don't, I don't have papers. Where are your papers? I got a driver's license. I don't know damn papers. I got a driver's license. But I read the thing, and it says you also have to have a birth certificate. I, what the hell? I don't know where a birth... I couldn't tell you where my birth certificate is. Why would I have to have a birth certificate? In all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, I, I'll, I'll get off this quick. It is very sad when the color of my skin makes me probable cause for committing a crime. That disgusts me. That really does disgust me. I'm all for giving these people free. Listen, give the police the ability to ask for papers if there is probable cause to pull somebody over. That's fair enough. But you just but being being Hispanic is not cause is not probable cause for committing a crime. That's what I don't like about this law. You know, I'm all for. Uh, I am all for uh, fixing this immigration problem. I'm all, listen, I'm all for... I'm all for... I wish to God we'd do something to make Mexico a more bearable place to live. These parts of Mexico are just crap holes. Mm-hmm. I wish... I, 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 and I've said this a thousand times, I'll say it again. I wish to God we could take just one-eighth of what we've done to make... Iraq, a better place to live, and help out Mexico, our neighbors to the south. I would love to help them. To maybe make it a place that's more bearable to live, so everyone that lives there wouldn't want to sneak into this country. And by the way, this country's slowly going to hell. Why would you want to sneak into here? <laughs> Unless yeah. you're passing through us to go to Canada. <laughs> be sneaking out. Feel the yeah. <laughs> you're trying to just go through it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that um, I am all for, you know, making Mexico a better place and then kicking the immigrants out. Kick them out. You're right. They should not, you know, they should not, they shouldn't be here. I agree with that. But I think Fair saying enough. that anybody who has brown skin can be harassed, I just think that's wrong. It's just wrong. A str- it's a strange way of doing it. It's wrong. It is. It's a horrible way of doing it. Mm-hmm. People with hey, listen, not who, who, how many jokes do I hear about, oh, every morning at the Home Depot, there's a bunch of illegal guys waiting for... Make the laws so the cops could go up to the, to the Home Depot every day. Make that a law. The cops could go there and say, hey, you guys, can I see your driver's license? All right? Surely, surely... Man can I see a driver's say? license? Surely police man hours would be better served if they randomly stop people than yeah. stopping everybody. 
people, you know. And Randy goes, Ray, you try going to Mexico without papers. See how they treat you. Mexico's a foreign freaking country. You're damn right I got to give papers to go to Mexico. It's a foreign country, Randy. I'm not a citizen of Mexico. I am a citizen of the United States of America. I shouldn't have to show a goddamn thing. I am a citizen of this country. Hmm. I shouldn't have to be in fear. This And you people, this is what this is about. This is not about everyone feeling for the illegals. I feel bad for these people that their lives are so crappy they have to come here. I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I, I have sympathy for them. I have empathy for their situations. And, and I wish there was something we could do to make their lives better. But the thing that bothers me about this law is that it is 100% an intrusion on my rights to be an individual. Simply because of the color of my skin. I, according to Arizona law, am committing probable, or, or I am in their eyes, prob, my skin color is probable cause for me committing a crime. Seriously? Have we come to that seriously? Seems a very bad thing to be I want to point out in this country, it is illegal in this country to go up to Middle Eastern people. All right? Uh-huh. It's illegal to go up to Middle Eastern people to check if they are a terrorist. It's illegal to do that. Uh-huh. But Fair it enough. is but it's now legal in Arizona. To go up to someone simply because they are of Hispanic origin and demand that they prove to you they're a citizen of the United States. Just think about it. That's the last thing I'll say. Think about it. It is illegal to go up to someone. Listen, that's, that's akin to saying in World War II, you can't, walk, you can't walk up to someone wearing a Nazi uniform and ask them to prove... They're not at war with the United States government. It just, it but just you can walk up to, to someone who's Mexican and say, prove you're a citizen. It does remind me of that, and that coming back is no good for no one. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that, that's what makes me mad about, the thing that makes me angry about this law is it makes my skin color probable cause for committing a crime. How dare you? ridiculous how dare you and especially when i see the pasty pale white ugly skin of the governor of that state the sarah palin wannabe up there touting people you just you just don't understand the problems we have here you just don't understand oh and you know this bitch probably has some illegal immigrant doing her laundry as she speaks you want to solve the problem? Stop making it so, stop making it so attractive to come here, and they won't come. Lady, get all these white citizens that love this law to stop paying the Mexicans to do their dirty work, and they won't show up. We open the floodgates all over the For world. For God's sakes! But you're going to go after people born in this country, citizens of this country, just because of their skin color 
And I'm just saying, when they can stop white people simply for being white and ask them to prove they're a citizen of this country, then maybe I won't have something to complain about. But that's not the case, and you know it. So you white people complain about it. Shut up. No, Randy, they can't. You say they can stop you anytime. They can't stop you anytime, Randy. We have search and seizure. We have we have search laws in this country, and you can say, well, a person is always required. You, a person's always required to show their driver's license. Come on. Come on. Randy, I see you. You're, you're, I don't know what uh, what kind of white you think you are. You're. <laughs> you got that. Oh, okay. He says he's Lebanese. I'll say, you got that Casey okay. Kasem. You got the Casey Kasem tone to you, my friend. You got that Jamie Farr olive skin look. Well, I'm a big fat white, <laughs> white skinhead, so um, I, I look more. I don't know what the me. hell kind of white you think you are. I'm looking at you, Jamie Farr Jr., I look like a member of the Third Reich already, I think. I just, listen, I, I just, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous in this country that probable cause is simply based on a person's skin color. It disgusts me. It, it, just, it just disgusts me. Yeah, it's insane. It, it really is. Yeah. And really, are we really gotten to the point where our person's skin color still matters? I, you know what I mean? We're regressing. Oh, bye. Let me move on to something else. I got email. Listener mail, buddy. Woo-hoo. Listener mail. All right, so we yesterday's need, we show. Need some, we need some music for mail. We do. I got to, yeah, you're right. I got to get some. Um, we did a bit yesterday. We talked about Sean Ballant, and we're setting up Sean a Plenty of Fish mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Okay. On yesterday's show. So I get this email today from listener Sarge. He's very upset. Very upset. I'll read the email. Hey, Ray, love the show. Thanks for the best in entertainment. You and Gully are great. And Gorilla, well, he makes me feel better about myself. (laughs) Okay, this morning my phone battery was low, so I could not stream radio on the way to work. I turned on FM radio to hear a morning show. And what do I hear? Copying of yesterday's Chubby Ray show. Whoa. Really? Oh, this is... I, whoa. This is very interesting. He says they're talking about an intern submitting pictures to a date site, getting him a date, having someone fill in his profile... Basically mirroring your show from yesterday. I was shocked. Mm. I was shocked they would be so ballsy to put it on the very next morning. I'm sure this happens in the business as shows share news and current events. But this wasn't breaking news. This was a topic you had chosen to work with the day before. Some of the things they were saying were exact. It's a clear sign of where the talent is and how cheap and thin the FM shows are. I wonder how much of the rest of their show is a ripoff from others. I turned the show off and changed the preset on my FM radio, planning to never listen to that radio station again. 
Hopefully one day the management of that station, if they even care, will pull their head from between their ass cheeks and fix this mess. We live in hope. Have a great weekend. That's from Sarge. Thank you, Sarge. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, listen, you know, I want to I want to forward this to you, Gully. You should. Yeah, I think you'll love this email. Hold on. Be forward it to Gully. I'll, I'll just a quick update. You know uh, about Sean's. Um, I'm sending it to your. You got the Google Mail account still? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just a quick update while she sent that. Yeah. An update to you know Sean was sending me flower kisses yesterday. So today on my Facebook uh, feed appeared that Sean has a new archway kiss, which is now available to send. <laughs> a lovely little picture of two happy couple having a kiss in an archway. He's crazy. Seriously, he needs to delete them. He's looking more gay as the, as the week goes on. Yeah, I don't understand him. With the, the, every, he, you know what? There's not an app. Like, there's not an app on. Uh, there simply is not an app on Facebook that he will not sign up for. <laughs> you know what I'm he serious? Realize, he he signs up for every single app. He doesn't want to miss out. On them archway kisses and flower kisses. Oh, well. S seriously? <laughs> so, um, about uh, Sarge's email. Thank you, Sarge. Uh, you know what? That happens all the time. It, but, you know, listen, when you do a podcast like we do, people can download it and listen at their leisure. So, it's not like the, at least it's not like the old days where they'd have to tape the show or listen to it to steal from us. It's now a point of I know for I know of I've actually got instances of a show taking bits that we've done mm -hmm. which I simply won't name <clears throat> Vic's wishes and not so true news or not so true facts. <laughs> um where they not only they not only are motivated and inspired okay. by our material, but they steal it verbatim. I mean, listen to it, write the stuff down, and then wow. read the bit over. So, and, do they not think... And I know of someone who took the Vic Sing songs about Sandra Bullock's marriage... Uh-huh. And they took the parts of... They, they they changed the announcer part to where it wasn't Rayco Records. It was the name of their show. But at least this person was classy enough to send me an email asking for permission. Well, that's fair enough. By the way, I'll give you permission if you ask. I don't care. You know, we throw it out here. We're entertainment. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But, I mean, for God's sakes, you, you got to be smarter than that. Seriously? And the other thing Don't is, you just credit. You know what? A lot of work, when I write comedy bits, a lot of work goes into it. Just credit me. And even if you don't credit me to your audience, at least credit me to the radio industry. That's all I ask. People that I have written, people I've written stuff for mm -hmm. in the past, they credit me. I wrote some jokes for a roast not that long ago for a comedian. He credited me with writing the jokes. You know what I mean? That's why at the end of movies and stuff, they have critics. 
or they have uh, credits. You know, if you're gonna do, you, if you're you gonna might do watch Conan O'Brien, you think, oh, God, Conan's great, Conan's great. At least at the end of the show, they run credits that say show was written by this. So at least there's a way for you to go, you know what, I helped contribute to that show. I am fine with anyone taking my material. Just, you know what, just credit us. Yeah, just say thank you and just, credit us. When a listener writes something for this show, I find a way to put in, I might not do it at that moment, I find a way to put in, uh, we, uh, I will mention people who help write this show from time to time. Or a lot of times if they write a bit flat out, I go, hey, this was written by so-and-so. You know what I mean? And I say, this was written by them. It was a, you, know, you, credit the, you credit someone who makes your life easier. And I'll, t- oh, yeah. I'll tell you something. When someone writes a comedy bit that you steal and you use it on your show, they are definitely making your life easier. So credit sure. If you're gonna, I'm fine with you using my material. Credit me. Yeah. If, if you're gonna have a dump in someone's back garden, at least wipe your backside. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. At least wipe your backside with something other than the clothes hanging on the, the laundry line. Yeah. Bring your own. I just. You uh, know. Oh. Some people. Some people, right? Yeah. So, it seemed to make. Uh, it made listener Sarge angry. Well, Sarge, thanks for getting angry, buddy. I mean, I, I appreciate the support. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, there's nothing I can. Re- there's nothing we can do about it, though. Imitation is the highest. Form we of make so they say. we make our show available for podcasts. They're gonna steal from it. They're gonna do it. Yeah, it's I love easy when to do. I love when we find out they're doing it and they get busted. You know. So yeah, they're thieves. It does. Yeah, they are. And I, the show you're talking about, I know who it is. They've been stealing from me forever, forever. Do they have a call-in section? No, just it did not even. Wor- it's not even worth our time. Not even <laughs> worth it. Don't worry about it. Uh, but uh, thank you for pointing it out, nonetheless. I know. Mm, terrible. I don't know. I just I think that you can be inspired by somebody. Yeah, I have been inspired plenty. I was inspired by uh, guys like Howard Stern, and later in life and early in life, I was inspired by you know Harry Carey and J.C. Corcoran, and the, then I went to Steve Dahl and uh, Stephen Gary and uh, Jonathan Brandmeier. You know what I mean, Brother Wheeze. I was inspired by these people. I, I mentioned them, but I would never, ever ever in a million years take someone's comedy bit take someone's comedy bit and steal it verbatim that's uh, that's just that's just insane yeah it's pretty sneaky pretty low so I would never in a million years do that I would be inspired by I'll tell you what early in my career I was talking about things that nobody was talking about at least I thought nobody was talking about it and I was like I don't know if this is working or not and then when I heard a tape of Howard Stern in the early 90s, I think I've told this story before, I heard a tape of him in the early 90s, and I listened to what he said, and I said, man, not only do I feel good about what I've been doing, he's taking it like 15 times further than I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? It inspired mm-hmm. me to say, hell, I'm doing more. I would never oh, steal his exact, I mean, I would never take the exact stuff. That's craziness. 
Come that's, on, you thieving. That's you what thieving inspiration types. is. There's nothing lower than these people in radio that steal exact mm. words. In 1992, my partner at the time, we wrote this song. We sang it. It was produced in this radio magazine as we were named one of the best shows in the country, blah, blah, blah. And they put mm-hmm. this, this uh, cassette out of all the best bits for morning shows, and that was one of them. Every DJ in America took the song, said that they did it, and played it. I mean, it was ridiculous. Every time I'd go somewhere, they'd say, oh, yeah, they wrote this great song. I'd be like, no, they did That's me. Wow. Plagiarism on a grand scale. Unbelievable. People wonder why George Lopez went and punched Carlos Mencia right in the face when he was stealing from him. So, so there's, the trust me, is, there's times I felt like walking right up to uh, different radio guys, just punching them right in the face. So, so watch out, people. If a fat, balding Englishman comes over and punches you in the face, <laughs> it's because you've been stealing from us. Feel free, feel free to take it, but just credit us. You know what I mean? Would it kill you to credit us? We go to the phones. Sean Belint joins us now. Hey, Shawnee. Hello, Ray, and, and hello to uh, my beloved female Americans. Why are you still putting uh, kisses out to people and stuff on Facebook? Dude, it's on autopilot. It, it, Facebook is out to just make me look even more ridiculous than I already do. Because you sign I'm up for all those applications. I, I'm trying to find out where that is. Now you're and, sending and, uh, fairy kisses to Gully and... Mm, uh, yeah, I'm not real. Uh, I'm not real hip on that. <laughs> Your lover of the day was some guy or something. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what? Stop signing up for these things. Uh, I was trying, you know what? I signed up for like I, I. I usually avoid them. I signed up for iHeart and that stupid drink thing. Ugh. Oh my god! Don't do that. Next thing you know, it reported your lover of the day. It was some guy. Oh, my God. You know, do you really want that out there? Come on. Of course I don't. I didn't know it either. I know you don't, but I'm just saying. Oh, my God. That's going to do wonders for your radio opportunities, now. Yeah, we're trying to get... We're we're on making you a plenty of fish account and stuff, and yesterday, now you're lover of the day on Facebook, some dude. Oh, that's that's, that's great. You got to, you know, you got to stop that, man. That's great. Stop signing up for that. So what is happening? What is happening with you? Uh, well, other than uh, other than dealing with that freaky application, yeah, you always think it's uh, you always think it's innocent, and then all of a sudden, bam! Mm-hmm. Application settings. Let's we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the application. Your lover of the days, a dude. Uh. It's unfortunate. Amoeba Pico, you're gone. You need to get rid of these applications. You're gone. Disable them. You're gone. Uh, This is a purge. Spend spend a few few hours just. Don't comment on people's every everyone who comments on Facebook. Don't comment on that. Just delete some applications (laughs) for a little while. Because I know you comment on everything. Why don't you worry about doing that? Yeah, gone. What the hell is friend's Dennis density? Oh, this is okay. what I'm talking. That's I probably the one that's sending out your lover of the day. Oh, I thought it said friend's dentistry for a minute. That's gone. Mm. Uh, so you need I'm to get rid- oh, Have you got rid of archway kisses? 
Are you still sending okay, Archway yeah, kisses yeah. to Gully? Please don't send that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's great. Stop sending you know, kisses I mean, I, I, to Gully over Facebook. It's already Please. bad enough. I mean, you already you already heard what happened to me the other night when I went to the, the Rams cheerleaders audition. Yeah, you, a couple girls I used to work with. you won a, a pair of women's shoes. Yeah, and I had to go up on the stage. You are unbelievable. And former Ram, he butchered my name five times to Marco Farr. Oh, God. You know, I, don't, I don't care about that. I don't expect them to get my name. It's a weird name. Why did you win women's shoes? I don't, you're something else. He's just going to say into a pocket message. They didn't separate men and women, and I didn't even know they were giving away shoes. Uh, but, you know, they had, like, this cool stuff. They had, like, a Deacon Jones sign, blue and white helmet, and right. season tickets, and some pretty cool, you know, prizes. And then... I got a cool hat. Let me see Let's see if Bella can bring me the hat that I got. Should see this hat I got today. Yeah, Carlos Santana shoes, and, and it has oh, to... Oh, thank uh, you. Hold on. Here, check this out. Rand, I think Randy liked this. Check out this hat I got today. Hold on, let's see it then. Hold on, put my headphones underneath. Yeah, buddy, and check it out. Autograph, partner. Nice. There you go. I got my Cowboys hat, brother. I look like DJ Stereo Rage with his stupid hats. <laughs> what do you think? I got a Cowboys. I've never had a Cowboys hat. That's sweet. I've been rooting for the Cowboys for. I mean, I've been rooting for the Cowboys now since I met D. So I'm go I'm gonna move my camera. In many years, right I've never owned a Cowboys hat. I'm gonna move my camera so we can go right next to you and we can compare because you like long lost brothers or something. I know. You need to grow a beard, right? Look at that. I've I'm already got the fat. The I've already got the fat chin. Let's go over there. <laughs> <laughs> I already got the fat chin like DJ, so now you, need, you need to beard. I just no. need to get that beard going in. <laughs> the, the beard that doesn't go past hey, the bottom uh, of his chin. Let me. Uh, um, what was I? Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my Spurs shirt. Did you notice my Spurs uh, beat the number two seeded Dallas Mavericks last night to continue on? Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah. They got another run in them. All right, so we're run, we're running out of time. What else is there? Anything happening, Sean? What should we know about with you? You know, just uh, I heard the same old garbage. Just this oil spill is just an incredible mess. You know, heard, yeah. sadly, the people are almost kind of forgotten in the mix. But uh, man, it's amazing what they can do. I mean, it's still going to be a horrible situation, but trying to burn off that oil—that's that, mind-boggling. Just what I know. They're going to light it. They're lighting it on fire, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, won't put, that won't put any carbon in the sky. <laughs> so there, there might be a few Louisiana children, uh, if they're conceived this week, they may be born with three arms, so yeah. just be prepared. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, are you going to come oh, up to my band? My band's gig, by the way, I play next, next Wednesday. Um, my band is playing, and uh, we're, we're doing a gig for Cinco de Mayo. At the 49er. The 49er in Springfield. Two-ton baby, my band, will be playing. You know what? I'm going to try and pull it off. i got to work at 6 the next morning, but oh, you, I think no I way. can pull it off. You're crazy. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't have a life, so I, I could probably bounce back pretty easily. Let me just point out, hey, the 49er, 49er, one of the sponsors of the show. Uh, yeah. Check this out. $1.50 Land Sharks next Wednesday, along with $1.50 Bud Light Limes, $2 Margaritas, and $2 Tacos, all for the two-ton baby Cinco de Mayo concert. be happening next Wednesday at the 49er on Bruns Lane in Springfield. Come by and see my band. We are going to have an awesome time. And Sean Boleyn is supposed to come up and sing backups. We'll see. You want? Do you want us to move the song earlier in the night? Yeah, that'd be a good call. That way you can, uh, you know, sing and still make it out on a decent time. Good heavens. I'd love to make it out. And we got some hot women fans of ours, too. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, initial. A lot of hot women. Hey, Gully, a lot of hot women following my band. That's what you want, right? Classy ladies. And the best thing the best thing now is my wife goes to every gig. She usually drinks a lot of rum and coke, so I'm usually guaranteed little action after the gig, you know. That's pretty nice. I like that. Nice. That ain't bad. That's at all. a beautiful thing. That's right, buddy. Um couple things I want to point out. My my old school is in the Pepsi Refresh Everything contest. They need to finish the top two in order to get money. They've been number three. They moved up to number two this afternoon. Keep voting. Vote and promote. It's good news. The Pepsi Refresh Everything campaign. They are going for $250,000. And this is serious. I mean, this really is serious stuff. Um. The school was was injured in a or not injured. The school was destroyed in mine sink, and basically, um, they basically said the insurance company said, "Screw you! It was mine sink. We don't cover you for that." And uh, there's no tax money, of course. The state doesn't have any money, and even with raising the people's taxes in the town that I grew up in. They still don't have anywhere near the money to build a new school. The Pepsi Refresh Project is going to help them. Uh, Pepsi Refresh, go to Pepsi Refresh Project. Let me get the actual, I want to get the actual address. Go to the Pepsi, uh, refresheverything.com. That's refresheverything.com. And vote for the Ben Gill Elementary School. All right? Currently second place for the $250,000 project. It's Benelde uh, Gillespie, uh, Gillespie Elementary. Please vote. All right? Vote. We're in second place. We're in second place. It would be so amazing to get this money. I would love it if you guys could vote. And anything else to... Uh, Anything else to uh, wrap up the show? I'm just drawing on some spectacles and a hat of my own, Ray, so I can... I see you put a Cubs hat on, your or an Everton hat on. No, it's a G for Gully. Oh, is it a Gully? I couldn't tell what it is. It, uh, it's a badly written G. It looked like a C. I thought maybe you were wearing a Cubs hat. And... No, no. So you have, you have a hat and glasses on, just like me in stereo rage. I, I, yes, and I have a, a bit of a terrible mustache <laughs> that doesn't seem to be on my lip. Oh, no, it's moved. All right. Is anybody going to play Panty Game or anything? Or? Well, it is Friday. I think it would be nice. I know. It's Friday. 
I should wrap yeah, up that's our, a beautiful thing. I should wrap up the recording of the I want to wrap up the recording of the podcast and I'll play some music to end the show. Is that cool? And again, batting down the hatches. I guess some more wild weather. So, all right, listen. Yeah, is there, our listeners in the central Illinois region, uh, tornado watch, out. tornado watch for pretty much the whole south central side uh, part of Illinois, right? Yeah, I mean, if you got nothing to live for, don't worry about it. But it basically but, means, but that just means conditions are correct, right? Yeah, you know, it's a pretty mass. I'll tell you what, it's a pretty massive system. I think. I think the worst of it's going to go north of you. It looks like Chicago's just going to get pounded. Oh, wow. But there's like a thing. It's all the way from eastern Texas. So the whole state's getting Really? So the whole Midwest is getting it? Yeah, I mean, the whole county, yeah. Like east Texas all the way up to Canada, practically. So those of you listening, those of you listening uh, near where I am, if you're in central Illinois, uh, be prepared. By the way, we're pretty much under tornado watch from like the middle of April till the middle of May every year. Just because conditions are always correct for a tornado, but this is a big system, so there you go. Awesome. Shawnee, I hope we don't get any because that I know that for you is always a disaster. It means you're working all night. Oh, you know, it's kind of uh, always good to, uh, to serve the public ray. Mm-hmm. Much like my, my superhero alter ego of the past. Tubbo, the, Tubbo, defender, the defender of justice. Of justice. Are you... Uh, yeah. Are you going to be? Back in the issues, I can no longer perform those issues, and I tried to fly much like the spruce goose. I got off the ground for a very short time. I want to wish. So uh, I, I want to wish get well wishes to Mike Reinersman, who's in the hospital in Kenosha. It's bad enough being in Kenosha, Kenosha, but to be sick and in Kenosha, I feel bad for you, my friend. Please get well. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. This we had a good week of broadcast, a lot of fun. I want to thank Pickett for being on today. I want to thank I want to thank everybody who was on this week. We had a lot of good guests this week. I want to thank yeah. everybody who was on except for Hillbilly Joe. <laughs> I want to That's remind you, Nick Rogers, our guest yesterday, his band Silly Joe will be playing tomorrow night at the Hogan Center for the Arts. Uh, the Silly Joe birthday party. That's always a good time. All right. And uh, is there anything else I got to get to before we leave today? I think that about wraps it up. Oh, Vanilla Gorilla, please come back. We miss you. Are we sure his uh, estranged wife didn't uh, murder him for Hillbilly Joe's actions? Or? He, he's now chopped up and buried in the back <laughs> All right, hey, I'm taking requests. If you want to hear something, I'll take requests. I'm playing some music for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. If you guys want to hear something, make a request. Uh, and, hey, thanks, everybody, from rocktownradio.com as we end our yet another week of syndicating on their show, which we love, on their station. All right, we got to go. Talk to you guys. Uh, Monday, Sean, say goodbye. See you, chick. Gully, say goodbye. Tati Bogle. Later, everybody. Have a great weekend.